and this actor can't do anything hard without keyopping. So you know the first thing is like, Can you just make guy noises, man? Yeah, yeah. No, that's Are what you I doing? do. You doing a dragon punch to huh? knock over that that little that little huh? jar of pencils? It's a jar of pencils on your desk. I feel like Sensei. you're overdoing it. Oh, yes, all right. Relax. Holy you good? Did you hurt yourself? I did poop myself for the rest. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema, because otherwise I'd have to get new business cards. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, uh, you know when it's not racist? If you find their <laughs> prostitutes attractive. That means <laughs> you like that race. I just want to announce that just as a general principle before we start. Yeah, no, it's good that you start with how racist you're not. That's always exactly. a well, good and that's established. Sign. We are not. I I just want to say I feel much better this week. I've reoriented my desk, so you are technically to my left now. Cincinnati's on my left. I feel better now. I feel better. Yeah, anyway, got the feng shui going. Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, uh -huh. and sitting 900 miles to my northeast, of course, is my bad friend Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? I'm fantastic, Noah. Despite the fact that we took a vote before the show and I will not be doing a certain accent throughout this episode. <laughs> um, I don't really want to get into it. That was a behind the scenes fight. I'm just going to talk so, like this. I just I want to say I appreciate you guys letting Andrew and Lucinda in on that vote. So uh, still a coward. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Masterless. Uh, so. You know how Breakfast at Tiffany's didn't have enough cultural appropriation and wasn't also a Kung Fu movie, yep, but, yep. you know, otherwise it was perfect. Well, they fixed those very small flaws. This movie is amazing. It's like that Mormon girl's red Chinese prom dress came to life and went on a crime spree with Mark Wahlberg. It's the greatest. And Eli, how... I can't use that word when talking about this film. How was this movie? <laughs> well, if you love when guys in their mid-30s talk about risk control, but the explanation has never involved enough Jesus, you will love this movie. This is the guy in your karate class who takes it too seriously the movie. <laughs> I mean, you know, usually your well-if-you-love bits aren't literal, but that one is. Yep. Like The inspiration for this film was quite literally some dude saying, you remember that time I got laid off? That was like being a kung fu master, huh? <laughs> so, okay, so here, I, I, I feel like we have to explain sort of how this movie works before we dive into it or everybody's going to be completely fucking lost. So here's what this movie is. This is a mundane, boring white person living his mundane, boring white life and sort of imagining parallels to a bad kung fu movie that sort of mesh up in a very, very vague way with what's happening in his real life. Yeah, this guy obviously set out to make a kung fu movie about Jesus, realized it was eight and a half minutes long and was like, should we put in the boring, boring story of my wife dying in my architecture career? 
to fill this movie out. And the Christian movie company who gave him the money to make this were like, we love it. (laughs) (laughs) Approved. Already filming you. Already filming (laughs) you. That would explain a lot, actually. All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst superpower. Uh, So this movie is about alternate dimensions and time travel and mystical martial arts. But the best power they could come up with was having one of the main characters uses Christian magic to have a a Bic lighter permanently installed in his finger. Yep. that's, and it's actually even sillier than that. We'll explain the rest when we get there, but it's even dumber than that. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, I was going to go very similar. I was going to go with best worst finishing move. I'm not going to spoil anything here now, but there is a point where the hero takes down one of the main bad guys, after which I could have chopped wood with my dick. <laughs> Oh. All right, uh, and I'm I'm going to go with, with the obvious one if you watch these along with us, and if you don't, you're going to want to. Uh, <laughs> best worst karate fight with your mother-in-law. <laughs> I mean, also the only karate fight with a mother-in-law we've had, but definitely the best worst. Definitely. Oh, but it, like, if every movie from here on out had one, this would still be the best worst. Oh, uh, no question. I feel like it would have to be. At one point, I was watching this. I texted Eli. I said, I just texted it. This movie completes me. And he sends back a matter of fact text saying, you just watched the fight with the mother-in-law. There was no question. <laughs> just an obvious statement of fact that was correct. All right. Well, since we're all liable to be attacked by metaphorical ninjas at any moment, we're going to try to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll chop through all the fat guy daydreams that are masterless. From the makers of Masterless. Quick, my children, hide under the floorboards. The stormtroopers are coming. Comes the story of one man's journey out of darkness. Ah, Heath, did you see this tweet this guy sent me? Yeah, man, just fucking mute him. You can mute whoever you want. No, I'm going to reply again. Don't, don't do that. And the story he shared with another. Don't worry, my children. We'll be free from these camps one day. This summer. I'm honestly at the end of my rope. I know, buddy. One vegan option. One. Yep. yep. Tasteless. (laughs) I say, podcast listener, it's me, British live show guy, here to remind you that the chips are headed to London for a live god awful movies on October 6th. That was an aeroplane. The gang will be giving Christian movies what for with fun costumes and chicanery. Once again, that was chicanery. But that's not all. Come a spot early for Platinum Night, a chance to watch the film the evening before with the chaps with dinner, drinks, and an exclusive swag bag included. That was the British swag bag full of China. But don't delay. Buy your tickets for they are going like crumpets. That was a crumpet. Godawful Movies, live in London, October 6th. Check the show notes or our Facebook page for details and ticket links. Huzzah! And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start this off with a good sign. This was brought to us 
by Bridgestone Entertainment. <laughs> oh, we've seen a few. These are the makers of Reggie's Prayer, Divination, mm. The Masked Saint, The Accidental Activist, A Right to Believe, and one that we haven't seen, the American Heritage series with David Barton. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so this is Bridgestone also, of course, brought to us by Endurance Productions because Christian production companies always sound like over-the-counter dick enhancements. Uh, seriously, listen, these are all real. <laughs> Endurance, Affirm, Elevating Entertainment, Sherwood Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wrote in my notes here, new movie, new logo, because Christian movie makers make one fucking movie, y'all. <laughs> one. <laughs> I hope that's not true. I mean, this this director only has one so far, but man, I hope he makes another. Only half-flaccid productions. We're proud of <laughs> if he puts up a GoFundMe, then he will have three supporters and he will be Funded. <laughs> yeah, no, he's already got all the green screen he needs. Okay, so the movie begins, and it begins on this quote. It says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of darkness in the heavenly realms. Yeah, so does heaven have those? Like, <laughs> it seems evil rogue states? Is there like an ISIS territory there? What? Yeah, it's where the Mormons go. Um, so yeah, no, I, I thought immediately, okay, well, either this is demons or shitty. Uh, it will be, it will be both. Okay. So now we're going to get the movie started proper. We're in an architecture firm, but also a Kung Fu forest in sepia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. An architect and a samurai are simultaneously both having a shitty day at work. <laughs> I mean, that's a great premise. Like I'd happily watch two hours of like the Willie Loman of Samurais just getting shit on all day. Like that would be fun. Fun as fuck. But like maybe just focus mostly on the samurai though is what yeah. would be my what? advice. But that's not what they're going to do. No. no, nope. Spoiler alert, it is going to be a solid 50-50 between architecture firm yeah. politics <laughs> and samurai fights. If anything, it's more like 70-30 in favor of architecture. So, yeah, so this is a dude. He's walking into a boardroom about to give his big presentation. And the movie would have you believe that that's pretty much like a Ronin wandering through a, a bamboo forest and coming across like nine ninjas that have him surrounded. And if you want to know how beautifully bad this movie is, it's all in this first moment when the ninjas all jump up. They all jump out simultaneously, <laughs> yes. except one guy who is late, <laughs> and it's awkward, and everyone looks at him like, really, man? And they keep, it. They keep the the ninja who's like, sorry, fucking, I, there was a stream, and I tried to, uh, and I caught my little sandal thing. I forgot my sword. I didn't notice until I got to the subway. I had to go back. Stupid. Yeah, so he's he's beating ninjas in his imagination, and in real life, he's killing it with his PowerPoint. <laughs> so yeah, this is pew 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 the movie. I yeah, I thought we were gonna get like the samurai fight cross cut with like an, an architect fight of some sort, <laughs> but they didn't do that. Like, I wanted the architect to you know just like give somebody a paper cut something, just like <laughs> no. You guys not seeing the samurai thing happening? <laughs> I, we were, all right. Now I just sliced you with the blueprint. Feel weird. So, yeah. So we the samurai defeats the ninjas just like he crushes the meeting. But 
There's one person still alive amongst the ninjas, just like there's one person unimpressed in the boardroom. Nailed it. Mm-mm. <laughs> Masterful filmmaking. Oh, yes. Well, masterless, but yes. And I have this character, by the way, as Beaver Teeth, the guy who's going to warn him that he's gone too far this time. He's gone rogue in his architecture. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy is so white, he's blue. <laughs> like, you can see veins. It's not great. Yeah, and he wants Kane to know the old man will be angry, right? The the amorphous, unnamed, unshown old man that sits atop the company because it's a company. Yeah, and but little thing... He uh he tells Kane, that's his name, Kane Madison, who should be doing porn and suing the president, not being an architect. <laughs> but this this beaver teeth guy is telling Kane that like the, the big boss pissed off, but they had to ADR pissed off to ticked off. Yep. Yep. Like, like I am TO'd about this, you S of a G. Like they, they had to do a bunch of ridiculous ADR in this. It's great. They were showing this to the people at Bridgestone and they were like, whoa, 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 guys. Yes, guys. <laughs> S of a G? Back it down. All right, we'll cut keep, that part. Sorry. Keep the fart jokes, but come on, people. Um, okay, and that now it's time for us to meet Emmy. Oh. I thought we'd need a minute with Emmy. I will need several minutes. I'll announce them every every so often <laughs> when I need another one. She yeah. is very attractive. She is also the star of the worst Godzilla movie ever. Fun little fact. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Wow. What, Godzilla. Was she? Yeah. Which one? The bad one. The bad I, one? Okay. I looked up her, uh, her IMDb and I did not see that. No. Nope. Um, Never mind. Not her. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're thinking of the other Asian woman in the fucking movie, aren't you, Eli? I maybe. <laughs> so Morgan Freeman, sorry. Uh, uh, thinking about Morgan. No, nope, I'm not thinking about him. We don't ever think about him anymore because he's bad. Guys, we. I'm. Never mind. Back to the beginning. He said, "Emmy, what? She's attractive." Yeah. <laughs> I find them attractive. I had a positive thing to say. Yep. Two votes. So. <laughs> So, yeah, Emmy is incredibly, impossibly hot. And it's it, she's his wife. They have like the terrible Christian movie flirting. Ugh, she pretends to be a voicemail and he pretends to be leaving her. Hilarious. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Kane Madison is crushing it. Successful architect in L.A. He's got beautiful Asian girlfriend. Sure doesn't seem like tragedy is going to strike in any way. <laughs> Whatever might happen next. It was weird that they ended each phone call with I'm going to live forever. Now that I think about it, now that I look back at the film, it's weird that they end, got off the phone saying that. And of but course, just to like fans. make sure that before like we're eight minutes in, before all the credits have run, we've already beaten this goddamn analogy into the ground. It's like she says, hey, you want to get coffee? And then we see him getting coffee with his girlfriend and the Ronin in the forest who's just defeated the ninjas dancing with Japanese villagers or something. Yeah. And touching water. The, I mean, coffee's made of water. <laughs> Noah, negative. <laughs> oh, again, this actor, this white actor plays both the samurai and the white like architect guy. Could they not? Get an Asian actor for this ninja movie? Like, you would discard your like Christian movies? Was she a, a secret producer? What happened here? 
But yeah, so she, okay. So then we get the scene where the two of them are waking up and she's like in the real world, him and his wife, Emmy, are waking up and she's like, uh, hey, why don't you take the day off with me at the last second? He's like, oh, I can't. That's not how jobs work. (laughs) (laughs) And I love this. She'll do this throughout the movie. She's trying so hard to act asleep here. Like her face (laughs) is visibly straining. Like she's sleeping hard, like (laughs) clenchy sleep. It's really weird. Yeah, it's like walking in on 11-year-olds who are supposed to be asleep at a sleepover. It's just like, God, you're <laughs> yes. not... Really? Shut are up, your face shut snoring? Up, shut up. <laughs> you're making the zzz sound? You make your zzz sound because you've seen the zzz above the cartoons? Stop, I can hear you. <laughs> and she tells him about her dream here, which is okay because they fuck. So it's fine. She can talk I, well, about her dream. Well, but she also was telling me about her dream too. Yeah. It's like, gotta go, bye. Somebody needs a life-saving blueprint transplant. I can't listen to that. <laughs> yeah, and of course, the second he leaves, she reaches for her pills. Devil pills. She will never be more than 11 inches from a bottle of pills in this movie. She's right. going to take a bunch of these big pharma dolls. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's going to be sick. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all pretty predictable. All right. So and then, of course, we have to, like, check in with our Ronin ninja kung fu warrior or whatever. He's chasing that archer from the other day. Right. The one that that, that survived the ninja attack. Mm. He's now chasing him through the for- forest. And in r- the real world, Beaver Teeth is showing up to get him from his cubicle again. Hunting down the the parallel in this movie is hunting down the man who tried to murder you and getting a talking to from HR. Yep. <laughs> and, and by the way, I just want to point out he's chasing the archer doing like shuffly samurai oh, foot running. Yes. This movie found a way to do racist running. Yes. Racist running. I was like, huh, <laughs> that's racist running. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, in the real world, Kane is getting fired. But in the ninja world, he's meeting Afro-demon clown pirate drama mask. Kabuki devil! Okay, can we talk about the wigs and costumes here real quick? Can we talk about anything else? Ever? (laughs) So, Kane's character is is wearing an absurd wig when he's the samurai guy. It's ridiculous. Like, it's so yeah. distracting. He looks like like a little kid tried to dress up as Cecil from Cogdis for fucking <laughs> Halloween. And it's too big for him. And it's so silly. He does. So that was my first reaction to the wigs in this movie. But then moments later, I wrote down, okay, scratch that. <laughs> this other wig is way more absurd. Because then we see... What'd you call him? Kabuki devil clown. I, I had him as Gaijin Fox. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this guy shows up and yeah, he's got the Kabuki mask and the wigs even more. Absurd. It's like Tina Turner did the Mikado. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will be the main villain. We will be expected to take this Afro sporting clown pirate 
as the main villain. We're going to be asking to ask to take him seriously throughout the entire film. Did he have braces on the mask? Is that normal? <laughs> there was, I'm pretty sure there were braces. There were four sets of lines. They weren't, or he has like a middle pair of teeth. He has teeth that hover in between his teeth. That would be and it, awesome. And again, I cannot explain how much this is white people trying to do Japan with a big uh, yes. question mark. Right? <laughs> this is me and Heath wandering through Tokyo being like, yeah, that's from the shooting bootin' district. Sorry. <laughs> Eli, did you say the shooting bootin' district? I don't know, man. There's a bunch of swastikas on here. They say it's Buddhism. <laughs> So our our Ronin ninja dude is is sword fighting the main bad guy, but Archer dude shoots him and he stumbles off. That's that's the parallel of getting fired or laid off. He got laid off. Oh, and this <laughs> is just Christian Kendo class was like, come on, guys, let's make a movie. It yep. is. <laughs> oh, it is so slow. <laughs> and this is one of those moments where they're again throughout. They're going to be trying to hit this metaphor of the architect and the samurai. So they're like, oh, okay, what's the samurai version of getting fired? Somebody's like, uh, okay, I feel like this is an easy one. Is is it a samurai getting fired? All right, get out. Get, you're fucking fired. You're fired now. We're going to do a bow and arrow shooting thing. You Don't be a dick. Well, and I mean, look, it's not impossible to use the parallel of the Ronin to an unemployed person. I obviously because like a Ronin is an unemployed samurai. And the, they did and not like, get that. They did no, not get that. No, no, especially because he starts off as a Ronin while the other fucking dude has a job. Yep. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, but to be fair, Patreon goal, if we hit ten thousand dollars, we will make an exact parallel where like a samurai has to go to HR and the HR is like, I'm going to give you a piece of feedback. And this gives me no pleasure. Shut up, Dave. I know this is just a fucking power game for you. I just want to talk it out. I feel like that's going to be at least as culturally sensitive as this film was. Oh, so, okay. No question. So he gets fired. He goes home to Emmy uh, he's brought her some flowers. Probably a good idea when you got shit canned. Hey, honey, I got fired. Have some thing I spent money on. Sorry, stupid. Yes. Yeah. stupid. So stup flowers are stupid gifts regardless, in my opinion, especially as I got fired. Here's some flowers for you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, says the single guy. Um, I, and was, of course I was just going to say, stupid. The best gift is like, I don't know, like steaks. You send them some, some really nice steaks. Yeah, but, yeah, you, but you don't it say is. who it's from. When I find the woman who wants steaks more than flowers, I will know I found the right woman. And it's my, it's my strategy. It's a filter. I'm doing this on purpose. I want to be where I am. I like that. I love I'm my big echo anymore. anymore. I have my own apartment. It's great here. Nobody You're can hear me right now. <laughs> Nobody. I haven't showered for days. <laughs> I don't have to shower I, till I get itchy. This is the fucking best. I could if I want to. I just choose. I choose. I choose. I <laughs> All right. So anyway, meanwhile, in, in the if my life were interesting part of this movie, the Ronin has passed out. So now we have to see real world him waking up. We are 12 minutes into this movie. The main character is woken up twice. <laughs> Yeah, because it is a Christian movie, and if people go to sleep, they must wake up. Because <laughs> the Christians won't be able to figure out how they got to conscience. Is this a dream? We never saw him wake up. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, okay, so Emmy comes in, he has to tell her that he was laid off, and her reaction is, and I quote, maybe this is for the best. You've been wandering for so long. What? (laughs) That's dumb. You know, like a samurai. What? (laughs) Through the woods, and there's an archer. I'm trying to help you out. You're fucking, you say weird shit all the time about archer guys, and I had no idea, like, it's confusing. Our script Life is weird. <laughs> so, yeah. And again, just to be clear, the stakes of this movie are, will this white guy get another job? That is the stakes of this movie so far. <laughs> right. Before he has to dip into his retirement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but, but we have to see him like being depressed and drinking beers and watching TV and having checked out of life altogether. Yeah. I just wrote watching TV in the semi dark with your arms crossed. The Elon Bosnick story. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also show another shot of him still depressed. God, this was a poorly made movie. Uh, yeah, okay, but but let's think about the beautiful shot of the flowers. That oh, my here, God. Also. Let's think about that for 14 seconds, shall we? <laughs> it is insane how long this shot of flowers is. To the extent that I like started to reach for the Apple remote, I was like, oh, so I paused it with my ass, uh, didn't I? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's like, look at the flowers. Seriously, fucking look at the flowers. <laughs> I'm making a movie. Like, like the camera guy is just pointing at stuff, hoping it might be meaningful eventually. He's just like, flowers? Two, like, three, This is more interesting. Four. Than the script. I remember okay, that went nowhere, but we're keep, we're gonna keep it. That did go nowhere. Granted, we're keeping the flowers. <laughs> thing, Eyes wide shut had lots of long shots. This movie has lots of long shots. This is <laughs> eyes wide shut. <laughs> I'm Kurosawa. <laughs> All right, so the next morning, Emmy calls in sick to her job because why well, only have one unpaid spouse? And he says headaches again. And I'm, I wrote in my notes like. Wow, no woman with headaches has ever survived a movie. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> and uh, real quick, can we talk about the uh, the table here, the breakfast table? At, at one point, somebody's like, okay, so what's on a breakfast table? We'll put normal stuff down as props. <laughs> uh, okay, so milk, I feel like. Yeah, good yep, milk. milk uh, yep. Flowers. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, pile of tomatoes, obviously. Of course. Uh, sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, pile, uh, milk. I said milk. by the way not like a a container of milk just like a gallon a gallon of milk that should take up i would say three quarters of the shot (laughs) if if you told me that this was weird ad placement for milk i'd be like oh (laughs) yeah that makes more sense now i want to point out by the way though though those are Chekhov's tomatoes those will come back oh yeah they they nail that they nail that they matter one other thing that we see in the shot was soy flakes. The cereal called gross, <laughs> gross soy flakes. Is that a substitute for like frosted beef flakes that they think <laughs> exist? What the fuck's happening? Do yeah, people finally, eat soy a flakes? vegetarian version of corn flakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's happening? You no, because it's Japanese and they eat the soy there. Ooh. See? There you go. Yeah, okay. So she thinks, Emmy thinks that Kane should go visit Gary. Now, we're not immediately told who Gary is, but I want to think Gary was his gay pimp back in the day. And in that instance, 
this makes sense, right? Like his reaction makes sense. Oh, yeah. If you told me that <laughs> Gary was someone who is constantly on fire and gives great big hugs, I'd be like, okay, Kane reacts appropriately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's a Catholic priest. So it's how yeah. I would react if I was asked yeah. to come with <laughs> But yeah, he first he's like, fuck you, which, yeah, I mean, like now that we know it's a Catholic priest, yeah, and he's right, no. supposed to be an atheist here. Like, OK, they've had this argument before. But then he's like, I left that life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like like Gary's a Yakuza boss. I'm thinking because <laughs> yes. they haven't explained everything yet. They need to do better with that. And and forgive me if I'm wrong here. Does her brain tumor get worse because he doesn't believe in God? Yep. She goes, he's like, I don't want to go to church. And she's like, oh, it just got two inches bigger. Got two <laughs> inches bigger. It's so uh, crazy. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he's just like, um, apropos of nothing, when we die, we die, you stupid bitch. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she has 10 different physical ailments flare up because of his atheism. Like she has a seizure and she vomits and swallows it back down right away. Like her nose and ears start bleeding. It's over the top. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I was picturing like a guy named Migraine behind shooting her with a Nerf gun or something. And then and then she starts talking in the idioms of his Kung Fu fantasies, almost like he's got to say, no, no, no. Those are the sepia scenes. No, hon, hun, you're not hun, in those ones. When you, we're going to dress you up in the kimono when it's time for that kind of <laughs> right. I wanted him to be like, wow, that tumor has gotten bad. She's like, what, young Ronan? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. fuck, fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> but just to placate his impossibly hot wife, he goes to a church. And this is where we learn more of his backstory. His parents were missionaries in Japan, and then they got divorced, so he hates God. And, and the way we learn this is by <laughs> pressing our motherfucking ear to the speakers. <laughs> because this is the point at which the sound balancing guy that they were paying to do this movie in church was like, well, if you're not going to give me the extra $5, you only get half the volume on half yes. the <laughs> So many of my notes from here on out are like, what do you guys think just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, for, for, okay. And what's the samurai equivalent to going and seeing a preacher? You uh, think? An old man in the woods who sets you on your journey and gives you a sword? Duh. <laughs> so fucking racist. Is the sword the Bible? What What are they saying? I, I think it is because he uses it later to cut through the mist of haze and confusion. Yeah, I, whenever I'm confused, I read the Bible. <laughs> tells you exactly how much you have to pay for every rape. It's true. Oh, uh, but 48 hours. All right. Good to know. Got there it. There you go. Good to know. Here's the crazy thing, though. This guy hands, are we supposed to think that this, like, ancient, old, racist caricature hands out a sword to everyone who walks by? Like, I wanted it to pan behind him. He's just got a He's mountain counting. of swords behind him. What are you, 34 inches, 35 inches? There you go. This one's good for you. I got a bunch of swords here. It's got a line like the Apple store, just a bunch of nerds waiting, trying to get their sword. Bunch it's of so white guys too. are at the front of the line instead. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid, too. He walks clearly past this old man who's just like <laughs> set up a little sword kiosk in the woods. <laughs> and But then he hears 
something and he's and Kane's like, show yourself. And the old man's like, hey, hey man, I'm like, I'm like 10 feet away. I'm not hiding. Like, <laughs> no. I, you didn't see me just now when you walked past. You almost tripped over. You stumbled. We made eye contact just a moment ago. Yeah, but the old guy tells him, like, beneath the great tree, you will find the master. And he's like, I'm my own master, damn it. Like, maybe in act two. Come talk to me in act two. Yeah. <laughs> Giant tumor starts growing out of the old man's face. Yeah. <laughs> Are you... Are you carcinogenically atheist? I am. I am. <laughs> it's the other world. I, I'm killing my wife. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of which, Emmy's reading the Bible. She has her pill. She might as well have her pills in a holster. But they're <laughs> in every fucking scene, they're like three inches away from her. So, of course, her and her pills are reading the Bible. Uh, and again, a Christian movie bingo card. Uh, Christians not being able to do space work. She's closing the book, but she's so bad at it. It looks like she's turning the pages in the wrong direction. And then she like she's like, oh shit, more more than one page at a time. More than one. Like, yes, I can she's just like, go to the cover. She's trying Good to night. yank yeah. the book up into a parallel position by its pages, and then she just sort of gives up. It all comes collapsing to the ground. She's like, yeah, it ended up closed. Ended up closed. Okay. <laughs> Imagine someone trying to play one woman dominoes with a book. That's how this woman closes a book. <laughs> and, then she, and then she puts it away like, like, like Kane walked in while she was shitting and looking at porn at the same time. She's like, someone's in here. Stop. Stop. She like throws it in her drawer. Yeah. And he comes in. She's taking a couple of pills again. And he comes in. He's like, do you have to take all of those pills? Uh, Yes, it's a prescription. I mean, like, yeah. I'll, I'll call my doctor and ask for triple size pills if you'd feel better about the total number of the pills. Is that, I feel like that's a weird thing to focus on. Is it on. a frequency issue for you? It's yeah, the total right. milligrams is what we're going for. Okay, I'll explain later. You're, you're weird. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, before you had the fucking brain tumor, there was always plenty of cold water in the fridge. <laughs> just refill the Brita. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> So, okay, but now he has to like he this he pretends he didn't go to church when he actually did, but she knows that he went to church. Oh my god, it's so boring. It's and, and <laughs> it doesn't end nicely. He did the thing that she wanted him to do, and she's like, "Actually, you went to church," and he's like, "Oh, for, uh, yeah, but not <laughs> for you, for my other girlfriend. She's Lithuanian." <laughs> so. <laughs> And she she has a valid point. She's kind of being like a little bit passive aggressive here, but I think it was valid. She's like, so, Kane, who no longer has a job and I have cancer and we don't have health insurance because of, do you uh, do you do anything today? Like financially gainful or <laughs> or just still nothing? Okay, Spiritually gainful? Anything spiritually gainful? He's like, yeah, I went and saw the priest. I saw the priest. <laughs> and her headache is gone immediately. Yeah, right. No, her headache disappears at this point. Meanwhile... Gaijin Fox is beating up a guy for not killing Ronan good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when he introduces to the film a poison dagger. <laughs> uh, well, he introduces it like this. He says, only few people can recover from this poison. Really? Yeah, what? A what? few? A few? It's a... It's a medium poison. <laughs> I I want to see this guy visit his poison maker now, right? Right. <laughs> ah, Lord Kabuki Devil. 
my finest poisoner, what do you have for me? Quite a bit, my lord. Show me. All right, well, first, we have this draft of ending sleep. Sorry, endless sleep? No, or no, it ends. But you sleep for like a, for a while. How, how long? Wow. Twelve hours, maybe? It, maybe more. Right. Uh, not really looking to give the Ronin an ambient. Uh, perhaps something a bit more deadly, Master Poisoner. Mm. Uh, perhaps this. Ah, a dagger. Laced with a poison that with one touch will make you sure you have a splinter. But then you check and there's nothing there. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, that I thought. That sucks, that feeling. Right, it does. I'm glad my lord is pleased. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm really looking to kill the Ronin. Do you have a poison that kills, Master Poisoner? Indeed I do. But be careful with this. Ah, yes. A simple vial, but inside? Stress. Sorry, stress? Yeah. Yeah, the silent killer. It's the silent killer. Right, great. Thanks. <laughs> well, and okay, but not only that, not only that, it's already a dagger. Right? Like, I mean, if you've gotten to the point where you're stabbing it with a dagger, I feel like poison's over a kill. Yeah. You know what's poisonous? Metal through your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I wanted one of the guys to just be like, if you want, I could stab him. More than once or somewhere <laughs> that kills him. No, I am planning a whole thing. Don't. Don't. And then uh, then Archer guy is talking to his boss and he's like, dude, let me just kill him. Kill him with my arrows. Like, obviously, I'm, I, that would be more efficient than the thing. And he's like, no, we're saving them for later. He's like, no, no, no. It's that they're arrowed. Like I can, I can pull them out and use them again. It's, it's like, a, it's like a condom. Like you, you, you can, you can always use arrows. No, oh no, Jesus <laughs> Christ! But he says no. He, and they have a little mini fight. Like a, you never let me use my arrows. Go yes. on. He's like, <laughs> he's like, all right. I tell you what. Next time you can use your arrows, right? Yes. <laughs> what if next time it's not a Ronin? What if next time it's just like, oh, there's a boar in the forest? I'm not gonna go fucking. Waste my arrows on a board. <laughs> well, you can pull them out and use them again. No, I don't use my thing. I said me. that. I said it. <laughs> All right. right. So, so he's allowed to do the next killing of something, but not this one. And, but he's like, he's excited about that. He's like, all right, but I'll pin him to a tree. And he's like, oh, shit. The guy got mad at him. The boss gets mad. He's like, too far. Sorry. Sorry. Wait, was it? Was it too far? Like, you really can't. You just you stare at me with a mask on, and there's no facial. <laughs> I can't tell if you're that, laughing. The non-verbal stuff gets ruined. <laughs> Are we no on the arrow? The pinning to the tree with the arrows. Just say anything. So, nod, please nod. <laughs> All right. So late that night, uh, in the real world, Emmy is sneaking out of bed to sit that near her pill bottle, and she's writing a note to Kane that he can find at the end of Act Three. Yep, this is her P.S. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Samurai LARPing president, please tell my husband to stop fucking around and get a job. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, so, okay. And while she's doing this, of course, Ronan is on a mountaintop about to present Simba 
when Sub Zero sneaks up. <laughs> and okay, so this is the part where they stab him with the poison dagger, which, if you think about it, is just like coming home and finding your wife all passed out from second actitis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie confused itself on the metaphor here. The ninja <laughs> stabbing Kane is like getting stabbed by cancer. cancer? <laughs> like, no, no, like your wife getting stabbed okay. by cancer. No, oh, all right. I wanted to flash back and forth, and then there's a ninja in the real world for a second. Oh, sorry, I'm Buck. I, I lost track. Um, do you have any antibiotics? Because we, we do not have those back where I am going. Okay. All right. So she's in the hospital. Kane and and Granny are watching over. This is the first time we meet her mother, who is the most amazing character you will ever encounter in film. Oh, my God. It, it is now. It is. Tiger Mom accent with no sound balancing. I might as well have <laughs> muted the movie at this point. She's like, I do not know why you. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, all right. Jesus, make an outfit for the Incredibles, lady. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, and I love he goes, he turns to her at this point and he goes, they think it might be malignant. You think? Maybe that's because she has terrible headaches and lost consciousness and is currently comatose. You think maybe it's malignant? The atheism? No, the cancer. The cancer. <laughs> well, okay. At first, I thought we're eventually going to learn Granny is an atheist and a staunch one at that. But at first, I thought that she didn't like him because he was an atheist. But no, she doesn't like him because he's white. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and... And this is where they, they go to the samurai world again. And the movie, once again, <laughs> confuses itself because they show Samurai Kane and then they cut to, to, to Samurai Kane again. Yes. They, they didn't realize what happened. And they're trying to figure out like, okay, Cancer Wife is like what? For samurais. Eating this, mushrooms. Uh, this is getting hard. Uh, it's like a tired samurai? Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, what? did you say mushrooms? Yeah, eating um, <laughs> mushrooms. Oh, with just oh, what if like when they taste bad maybe there you go nailed That's, it like bad tasting mushrooms cancer in real life wait yeah okay <laughs> yeah so the the ronin recovers from the dagger poison lucky for him they didn't use the lethal kind yeah and he's decided now he's going to go back to the old man with the sword and find the master under the tree after all okay and they do the stereotypical, like, he that seeks in the way of the world knows the way of the world always seeks. Except the samurai guy ruins it by being like, hey, can you stop? Can you stop? Yeah, see? Uh, with this? And the, the guy best. is like, no, because the short version is just Jesus. Like, what are you, <laughs> you want to do the short? Short version is, have you tried Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? And then the movie ends. Dick. <laughs> So no, yeah. yeah, they're they're trying to use the the like he's hungry and he needs to find food metaphor that Kane's searching for food, mm -hmm. and the old guy's like, yeah, go to this tree and find your master. You will get your fill. And he's like, Kane's like, all right, well, you keep 
You keep saying that. Is, is that going to be food? Like literal food? You, <laughs> said, fill. you will get your fill. Okay, you're saying it all weird. Say, I want you to say definitely normal food, not butt sex. Because now I think it's butt sex. <laughs> Wait, He'll it's fill so- you up. From behind. Motherfuck, just talk noise. It's like it's like trying to have a business meeting with Eli. No doing bits, dude. No bits. We're just saying normal. We're trying to talk through a normal thing. I can't tell what level you're on. No bits. Feel attacked. <laughs> He's going like, yeah, no, it goes on forever. He goes like, what's his name? He has many names. How far does it, how far is the journey? And it's different for all. And like, it's, I'm like, why do you work for fucking tech support? Just answers goddamn questions. <laughs> that guy um, would then go on to invent ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You said leave at 530. I have a happy ghost for a face. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm not a cab driver. I don't need to know where a deer died three and a half months ago when some asshole wrote it as a joke. So, so, okay, so he decides to take the sword and and, and look for this master or whatever. But as he's leaving, a guy comes by and he's like, hey, man, you in the market for a sidekick? Yep. Because I could be a racist caricature, too. It's like someone is pitching the character from within the movie. He's like, no, I have some hilarious comic relief plan. And he's like, I, I, I think you're sort of going to muddy the waters on the Ronin story. And he's like, no, trust me, there's a good twist. I got a whole, I'll put some comedy in there. I'll move the plot along. He's like, ah, no, no. No, but come on, bodyguard? You don't want a really excited, annoying bodyguard who wants to talk to you all the time? I'm like, I'm just like chemo, but like an ancient Japanese person. I'm like chemo. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, also, we should point out the bad guys like minions see that he survived the poison dagger stabbing. And then we get Kane coming home to uh, to grandma. Grandma staying with him while the daughter, while Emmy is in the hospital. And this is the first grandma fight. There will be a better grandma fight. There will be a grandma <laughs> fight that. um, How do I put this? Descends beyond words. It does descend <laughs> beyond words. So, okay. And, and, but, but in this fight, we're just talking about how crappy American food is and how when you eat it, you just need to eat again in an hour. Yeah. And she goes, she basically says she probably has a brain tumor because of all this bullshit you feed her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I, I started to wonder though, does every ethnicity think the other guy's ethnicity doesn't fill you up? Is that just like uh-huh. a, a, it's like, you know how every state thinks the state next to them has all the bad drivers in it. I yeah. Know, they like do though. <laughs> well, only if you live in New York, but yeah. Now, Granny at this point has to also approach the subject of, shouldn't you get a fucking job? Your wife has cancer and you're unemployed <laughs> and playing swords all day. Right. He's like, I'm working on it. And by the way, least realistic thing about this movie, a mother-in-law shutting up. Am I right? My career is a construct based on making things familiar surprising. I just hope it's, <laughs> it's, 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 hoping it gets some <laughs> chuckles. Mother-in-laws. <laughs> so meanwhile, Kane is application doing or something because literally no one involved with the production of this film knows what looking for a job looks like. I mean, look, right? if he went on ZipRecruiter, he could find a job in just Glondage. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, and also, I love this too. He gets a phone call at this point and he's like, yeah, no, we don't have any health insurance, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that'll be, that'll factor into the movie at some point again, surely. Oh, so right. No, insurance is just like an obnoxious ancient Japanese bodyguard. Like, I feel like they crushed that one. Like, chalk up a point for airtight metaphors, this movie. They're doing good. But then they kind of fuck it up because we, we see regular architect Kane cutting up bell peppers. Like, like the bodyguard is like bell peppers and ass coffee enemas. Like, they need to pick. Which it's one. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So in the Kung Fu world, the Ronin is about to get attacked by two ninjas of the past. And Kane in the real world is making dinner and getting a phone call at the same time, which is so annoying. It's just like be attacked by ninjas in feudal Japan. Yeah. yeah. They're standing on either side of the road and he's walking. He's going to walk in between them. I wanted them to jump out too early and accidentally stab each other. He's just like, whoa. <laughs> ah, I said three. on three. Yeah, I did. Not three. Three. This through. Three. Go. Three. Go. No. Go. Exactly. Go is yeah. four. No. Three. Go. We, we talked about that. What do you I'm, mean three? Go. Bleh. Say it. Say it how you think it goes. I'm already dead. So, <laughs> so in the real world, the priest, it was the priest uh, from earlier calling him. He's so very sorry that his wife is in the second uh, act now. But while he's all emotionally vulnerable and, and distraught financially, would he like to join this uh, religion? Yeah. Would you like to <laughs> look? We uh, took a little money out of the child rape fund. And um, <laughs> please consider getting one one thousandth of your taxes back, please. We want yeah. to do this for you. We figure in seven, eight years, you guys could have a kid that's prime raping age. So uh, it's an investment. It's an for investment. Us, really. <laughs> we were doing thoughts and prayers, but you know, st <laughs> that's still, not a thing. Still cancer. We, so we spoke that, to the so doctor. I don't, I don't know why I even mentioned that. It's dumb. It's dumb. We spoke to the doctor, and he, he said that she's not doing much thinking. So you know, <laughs> prayers and money is going to have to do. A lot of those. A lot of those. Kids that got raped are dying now. So, like, we don't have, we're, that's like some money off of our balance sheet right there. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. And, and this, you see, of course, is analogous to the sidekick comic relief showing up and saving the Ronin from the ninjas that were about to attack him at the last second so he can be the sidekick from here on out. Uh, honestly, I cannot describe how much money I would pay to watch this movie scene by scene and turn to the writer and go, so. What were you going for here? <laughs> but there's also this weird moment with the sidekick where he like kills the guys and he's like, you didn't have to do that for me. And he's like, no, honestly, I just love to murder. I swear. It's, I, yeah, I mur it was this? a pleasure. <laughs> now you should really want me to hang out with you, huh? Jesus. He goes at this point, he's like, are you trying to find the master beneath the tree? And he's like, eh, you know, maybe I, I just want him to get there. And there's like three elves making fudge stripe cookies. Like, oh, fuck, I didn't should have been. More they specific. give him all he wants. <laughs> yeah, right. He was at, he was at a meal. <laughs> but he's being all weird and eager to go with Kane on his his journey. And Kane's like, I don't know, man. He's like, come on. I killed the blackface people for you. I'm like having a whole church as a sidekick. You got to let me go. You got to let me go. <laughs> Yeah, so the message here is Christianity is just like that guy who you meet on the street and he follows you to dinner. Yep. And <laughs> the movie seems to think that that's definitely a positive thing. They're like, yeah, like the cool guy that <laughs> follows you to dinner. That and awesome then, and dude. kills people. 
tells you Cage about man. Jesus while you're eating. <laughs> you're welcome. The best. All right. So Kane is, wa- is waiting with Emmy at the hospital. Sidekick is comic reliefing. Yeah. Bodyguard is doing the monologue I say to Noah and Heath before every podcast. Just like, <laughs> oh, it's a good thing you keep me around. Let me tell you. It's, have to write a whole other third of headlines. Please don't think too hard. I don't know if it'd be a third, but <laughs> I mean, honestly, like watching this scene, I like watch this scene and imagine a black dude in the role of the sidekick because the whole time it's it's just like, you know, I'll do anything you want, master. I'll wash your dishes. I'll do this. I'll do. You're going to be sure happy that you have me around doing your bidding, white person. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, okay, so in the real world, Granny comes in, the, the mother-in-law comes in on him watching porn? Uh, Is that what they or, were going for here? I, I couldn't tell. I thought it was just TV because I wrote in my notes, she goes, what are you watching? And he goes, uh, Asa Akira? I miss Emmy. You know, it's a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a type. And yeah, okay. But they never really explained what he was watching. This is also where we learn about that best worst superpower Heath was talking about. Yeah, he he lights his finger on fire and then it gesticulates that he's going to light a fart. But I mean, it's a Christian movie, so he doesn't actually light a fart. They just indicate that he might. They casually introduced that one of these characters can produce a flame from his fingertip without flint or tinder, and they use it to light a fart. And shoot a fireball with it. That's At least when William Wallace said it was a joke, right? But no, this character (laughs) really, that is his attack method. I want it so bad for them to cut to the hospital and Kane's just like lighting farts trying to burn the cancer out of his wife or something. (laughs) No. They missed a lot of opportunities with fart lighting in this movie. Yeah, they did. They did, actually. Um, So most movies do. So the the sidekick wakes up in in the forest and he he catches the Ronin practicing his sword, all swordy and stuff. Oh, my Uh, God. Because this movie entirely was inspired by I got some pretty sweet sword moves, though. Yep. This is a contractually (laughs) obligated kata. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah, so, so the bodyguard sees the dark lord samurai guy practicing the sword kata i want him to just like blast the guy with a giant fireball fart but again no they they missed it completely no instead he turns to the archer guy that always wants to kill somebody but never gets to and says now it is time you finally get to kill him with your bow and arrow but be careful he powered up he's got like the master sword now he's yes like, and this badass. conversation's so nonsensical he turns to the archer he's like be careful he's stronger now and the archer goes thank you <laughs> and you can see kabuki satan pause like wait thank what no you <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome for thank you for telling you that <laughs> I'm pulling the mask off. Look at my face. I'm not happy about what's going on right now. Unhappy smile. Unhappy frown. Frown. <laughs> He's got emojis. He's scrolling through. All right. So Kane is okay. Someone explained to me why this scene exists. Kane is watching news about Muslims being terrorists. This has nothing to do with the movie. This is completely, somebody might as well just show up and say, you know who bombs people? Muslims. And then walk away never to be seen again. Yeah. 
the movie the movie really didn't think through their their crosscut metaphor this time because yeah we're watching news about a muslim suicide bomber and we're also watching christian samurai buddy cops getting lost in the woods like that's a fucking thinker like what connection <laughs> i think they, the I, metaphor here is that you lose your faith when you get too caught up in the fancy Jew words of the internet, right? Like, <laughs> I, I think that's actually it. Is the like sometimes people focus too much on the harm religion does, and that'll cause them to lose faith. Instead of, isn't that a problem of religion? Right. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I think they were being a little more explicit than that. I think they were saying like. You know, people bombing mosques or being terrorists or whatever is being in the religious forest, but losing your way, Oh, which would be a real good argument for staying the fuck out of that forest. But they don't <laughs> seem to recognize yeah, that. Right. Yeah. They're, they're saying like religion all sounds like fucking stupid. All of it. So make sure you pick the right one. Because like, <laughs> like, there absolutely is a magical realm that we can't see in a forest with samurais. And it absolutely would make sense to be a. A su suicide bomber to to get that, <laughs> but oh, hold on. Wait, can we stop? We got to stop the samurais from doing but whatever they do. Oh, we got to think this no. out. Just, uh, fucked it up. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Meanwhile, as they're wandering through the forest, uh, the, the Ronin and Firefinger, the bad guy ninjas are right on their tail. So you know we're gonna have to have a big sword fight. Wait, we didn't have the money for that. Maybe a mist will close in. <laughs> Miss. Okay, literally, he goes, I can't see. We're like super green screened right now. Look how bad. <laughs> you can see our outlines on it. It's really rough. And and the bad guys, they can't afford the bad guys and the good guys in the same shot. Like they don't have a big enough soundstage. So it yes. cuts between shots of the bad guys like swinging swords around in midair and the good guys <laughs> being like, uh-oh, here they come. I, they might as well <laughs> change costumes and then go and like, see them change costumes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just have mustaches on in the other ones, yeah. <laughs> but then luckily, okay, so in the real world or whatever, uh, Kane is reading absolute nonsense words that the writer is just too stupid to fucking realize are word salad. Oh, I had no idea what was going on here. It was like someone who sends you a string of tweets like, I'm working on a new project about epistemology of the left northern Kikar Guardian. She's like, oh, no, mute, <laughs> mute, mute. I wanted to, I, I went to mute this guy on Twitter just in case. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> but see, okay, and then the in the analogy universe, he's using those words to cut through the mist and... Get them out of having to choreograph a whole fight. <laughs> so, yeah, so they escape and that night they're they're going to bed. And I just bring this up because they have the weird conversation about how he can't remember having eaten. Oh, my God. It's the best bodyguard guys <laughs> like, oh, I'm so hungry. And he's like, I literally cannot remember ever having eaten. And I wanted the bodyguard guy to be like, OK, story topper. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's like off-putting, but sure. <laughs> but he's like, ha, 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 me too. Yeah, I don't remember eating. It's been so long. And, and Kane's like, no, seriously, like never. It's like, like I've, <laughs> it's like I've been starving my soul. It's exactly like that. what? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. The writers forgot which part we're in again. I think right. they thought we we're. That's the other thing. 
And then they they roll over and they have that like sleepover silence. I wanted him to be like, hey, dude, what do you think boobs feel like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Do you believe in ghosts? I bet they're so- awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, shut up. They're coming. Roll over. Roll over. <laughs> 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 Snore. Snore. Snore, snore. Snore? All right. So now we catch we, the, the Ronin is awakened early in the morning doing sweet moves with his sword. And in the real world, mom in law is coming in to catch him reading mystical Christian shit. And mom is the fucking best. Mom's like, we agreed that God is dead. It was in your vows. <laughs> Yeah, apparently him and Granny had a conversation where he promised he would give up on loving Jesus, his Lord and Savior. We had a deal. You were, you were going to raise the kids to be atheist death ninjas that kill Christian seekers. And now you're going back on that. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best. And of course, at, while he's having this argument with his mother-in-law, this is being analogized as the Ronin taking on eight ninjas at once. <laughs> Uh, and then the most glorious thing that could ever happen happens. This movie loses track of the two worlds and she goes to slap him and he karate fights her just for a second. <laughs> but he he does like a very clear karate 101 like, yeah. <laughs> Wax off. Get the... Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and karate fights his mother-in-law. Yeah. So, and can we just talk about that's going to be an awkward conversation if Emmy wakes up, right? Hey, sleepyhead. Kane, how long have I been in a coma? Almost a week. Wow. Hey, I've been reading that book you gave me. Oh, Kane, I'm so glad. Yeah. I think I'm I'm really on the path to God now. I'm I'm looking for a job. I karate fought your mom, and I think we should start going to church. I- I'm sorry, you what? I I know church isn't always the place for me, but I nope. think no, 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 not that one. Uh, you karate fought my mother while I was in a coma. Well, she started it. I mean, Kane, did you win at least? No. Her kung fu is strong. I was going to say. I mean, at least it was awkward when I had that conversation with Anna. I was just for, for me. <laughs> it was weird. And her mom's kung I, fu I had, was I, strong. I, just, I, I should not have put my money on you is all. <laughs> um, okay. And, and then we get this amazing goddamn moment. If this movie was like at all self-aware, this might be the greatest mo- moment in the history of cinema. The Ronin is running towards the archer, the second to the main bad guy that they've been setting up this whole time. And the archer shoots him through the fucking stomach or whatever. Arrow goes all the way through him to where it's sticking out of his back. But the Ronin is still running towards him. And you are not ready for this. He leaps in the air, spins around halfway (laughs) and stabs the archer to death with the arrow (laughs) sticking out of his back back if you're not hard right now you need some fucking medicine or something or you don't have a penis it's one of those two things 
Just go to fourhims.com. Or there are lots of reasons why you might go to fourhims.com. Maybe you want a place to hang stuff. Yeah. Just but the us. whole thing the whole thing here is them hitting their metaphor again, but this time they knew exactly where they were going. Oh yeah. Like, okay. So ready guys, writer's room, winning an argument with your evil Japanese atheist mother-in-law. What would that be like? And it's just the room full of writers all at the same time. They're like, spinning around, standing Arjuna's own body slam. Yay! We spin. It was spin. Oh, they were we so movie now. So proud of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of sad. All right, so it was like it was like when it was like kind of like watching a little kid go up to his like recently laid off dad to give him his you know, pile of nickels or something. Will this help with the, it was like that of movies. <laughs> so, okay. So the Ronin has survived, but just barely. And he staggers back to Firefinger so they can do some fart jokes together. Yep. And he's like, Hey man, why didn't you tell me you were in a big ninja fight? And he's like, yeah, I just had to do this super sweet move. Trust me. The audience is loving it right now. No one is making fun of us on a podcast. <laughs> And he's got a Theo reading Psalms, but trying to make it sound like ap- ancient Eastern wisdom or something. Yes. This this actor <laughs> obviously thought he could sneak in some of the less terrible Psalms, but just read them with lines broken and it would sound like haiku. Just like, man, yes. who knows he breaks the head of children on rocks will be <laughs> happy. <laughs> See? Nailed it. Yeah. And and we should also point out that Gaijin Fox is pissed when he finds the dead archer, y'all. Now it's oh. personal. <laughs> like Satan is sad that the mother-in-law, I don't know, the metaphor really has died at this point. They sort of go in. Well, you know what would help would be another long look at those flowers. Yep. If we could. Get- <laughs> I'm going to start my own gang that hunts the, the architects. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to kill them right away in act one with my arrows because they're ready. <laughs> Stupid. All right, well, with Jesus having won that ninja battle, we'll pause to catch our breath. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Does the director of this movie know 11 ways to kill a man with a comb? Would he be happy to demonstrate them? What would you do if he did this? Find out the answer to these questions and more when we return for the still even crazier conclusion of Masterless. Everyone found out the answer I love this goddamn. <laughs> Where are you going, my lord Satan? Balthius, I'm headed to this dude's imagination to dress like a evil samurai and make him not love Jesus. Cool, <laughs> cool. Uh, question. Uh, quickly, Balthius. Uh, yeah, uh, thing. Sure. Uh, real quick. Uh, why? Why what? Okay, so in these movies, right, you're always... Don't get always... meta, don't get meta. All right, sorry, sorry. Uh, in these situations, you're always trying to make people, like, not love Jesus so you can torture them forever, right? Right. But, like, those aren't your rules. Those are God's rules. It just seems odd that you're invested in carrying out God's plan of weird, conditional, eternal punishment. I guess, uh... I, I, no, I guess that is his plan, huh? Yeah, it seems to me that, like, 
he's the dick, and then he sends you out to make sure people fail this arbitrary test, all while claiming he loves everyone, you know? Right, right. But I mean, uh, what, what would I do instead? Uh, I don't know, you want to start a podcast? Yeah, but who's going to listen to that? That's true, that's true. We're back for more of this shit. We're going to rejoin Ronan and Firefinger reaching a pond in an orchard that looks a little too good to be true. Yeah, I wrote in my notes here. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the land of sepia, it's time for a somehow more heavy-handed metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) But metaphor of what? Oh, oh, I know. Uh, (laughs) We'll get there. Atheism is nothing but... Rivers and apples just brought with peril. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So him and the sidekick argue about whether they should go to the orchard. It could be a trap after all. And in the real world, Beaver Teeth is calling Kane to tell him that he might have a job for him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So <laughs> according to the movie, the evil path is actually a job is having yep. yes. a job. Yep. Which means that at some point, the person who wrote this movie turned to his Asian wife and was like, jobs are a trap. Jobs are a yeah. trap. <laughs> okay. Right. right. This part was clearly written during the guy's like, you know, I'll get a job when I'm done with my movie portion of his relationship with his mother. Evil atheists and their promises of earthly delight, like <laughs> gainful employment. <laughs> Typical. So, yeah, so he goes and gets the job. That part of the story's over now where he was unemployed, which, if you think about it, is just like going in an orchard and finding a hot chick humming poorly. Well, there. so <laughs> here's the best part. This is a Christian movie, and this is the part where the main character in any other movie is supposed to meet a succubus who fucks him. But because it's a Christian movie, she's just like, you want to like take a nap and eat some uh, eat some apples. By the way, they have like the most awkward small talk here. He's like, nice orchard. Cool. Cool. Like this guy would go on to teach Heath how to talk to women. Is, is that how this scene? Do you, uh, do, you, do you come to this orchard off? Stupid, obviously. Dumb. <laughs> you obviously live your orchard. Dumb. June, <laughs> how so many how's it going? When he, it's funny. <laughs> it's scotch. <laughs> yeah, but but this is, we've got a beautiful Asian woman handing out food and singing. So, uh. This is one of the times I decide, okay, I'm going to pause for about five minutes. And, uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. And then she falls to her knees. And I was like, what? Two minutes. We'll say we'll call it two <laughs> minutes. I'll be right back. I started floating into my screen like Bugs Bunny following fucking <laughs> carrot fumes. Uh, but yeah, she sucked him <laughs> in. And ultimately, he decides to take her weird tomato apple fruit. Peach. Why do they... Okay. It grows do on they... a tree, so it's a tomato that grows on a tree. <laughs> do they think apples are tomatoes? I think this movie thinks apples or pomegranates or whatever, the biblical fruit, it's not a tomato. It's definitely not a tomato, right? <laughs> we can rule out tomato. Uh, that would but, be like uh, having camels in Genesis. <laughs> exactly. But she's like, seriously, have this tomato. And he's like, all right, well, I mean, is it poison? Because like in the story... <laughs> like, or is it what 
It's just like, what? it's been clinically tested for poison. Don't worry. Oh, How okay. did that test? <laughs> right. No, you know what? Never mind. I'll take it. <laughs> so, yeah. So he gets his new job. His new job seems to be going well. They're saying business words and everything there. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> two things. First of all, they're trying to make this small talk insidious, right? His boss is like, yeah, there's this place, JoJo's down the street. They do really good French dip sandwiches. You should check that out. But the background music is like, Yes. They have these great apple tomatoes, Japanese service and everything. It's the fucking best. Also, he lies. He's like, yeah, so uh, you got a wife? And he's like, yep, not in a coma. Sorry, what? Just not. (laughs) Is your wife in a a coma? (laughs) And then we get the writers who knew nothing about architecture talking about architecture. Oh my scene. God. It, it, he's just like, I, we need this to go onto the partition wall. Happer, bapper. But interior possible blueprint. <laughs> I wanted so badly to be in this writer's room when this scene got written. <laughs> uh, okay. And then his boss comes over and they talk about some architecture stuff architecture stuff yeah uh got it okay great so uh what do you guys got for that uh me no you you, you go you can uh go. No, nah you go you go no you i said first um, okay should. i mean either, either one of you guys can go first you know enough to write something for this part right <laughs> yeah yeah totally. absolutely yeah oh, it, his boss says that the stairs stairs okay. right need to be next to the tower Okay, uh, stairs next to the tower. Those and he's relate, gonna hammer ha- in the morning, right? And hammer in the evening. If okay. he had a hammer all over this land, um, yeah, you guys are doing song lyrics now. Can no, we just rail no, back he in has and, a hammer in the story. He so didn't arch- let us finish. Uh, he actually has a hammer. Really? Well, okay, what does he say next? Don't say a song lyric though. What's he gonna build? What's next? Uh huh. Um. Brick House. House, Commodores. No, you're so lucky this is a Christian movie. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, but but we, what we're supposed to get from this scene, though, is he's architecting the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And again, this is bad. Doing your job is bad. Right, because so you, you could... have medical insurance while your wife has cancer. That yeah. is bad. Is the message? Yeah. Yes. So we get a montage of him selfishly working very hard. He's you know ignoring phone calls and still at work once everyone else has <laughs> left and not buying flowers because his wife's in a coma and she wouldn't know. Cross cut with the erotic tea ceremony with Kumiko from Karate Kid Two. That's yeah, the evil that's... thing that's going on in Samurai World. Right. And this yeah. is not religious or a religious. Like he's just being a dick by not visiting his wife in a coma. Yeah. Okay. But okay. This is where I wrote, and I I make this note with increasing frequency as we go on. But what is this movie about, though? Uh, it's uh, when it's typical atheists. If you getting- knew. 
God. Distracted. Hey, you by wouldn't know that's a coma. Uh, oh my and tomato is, fuck parties. Asian. Summary of this movie is two people talking Sorry. at the same time. So- over over the pants, tomato fuck parties. On- <laughs> Nailed it. Exactly. And then, <laughs> and then we get Ronan waking up from succumbing to the succubus. He's been munching her tomatoes for days now. Apparently. And he has a hangover from them. He's like, oh, man, where were we? I just remember us doing (laughs) tomato shots. And then, I don't know, Dave Dave tried to fight the bouncer outside of that tree. (laughs) Yeah. And the movie is quite certain that tomatoes are extremely sexual. And I mean, they're not (laughs) wrong. They're not wrong, but they don't know that. They like... It's just it's tomatoes just strewn everywhere like fucking condom wrap. Like yeah. the siren lady, her face, her face is just dripping with tomato cum. That like slimy <laughs> seed stuff in the thing. It's the best. Yeah, <laughs> no, they are definitely going for wild tomato party aftermath. <laughs> Someone yep. was given that assignment precisely. Um, and But now he's starting to realize, he's like, hey, wait, I've gotten distracted from my mission. Where's my sword? I don't even remember where I was supposed to go. This would be like in the real world if an architect's assistant showed up with fucked up paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's amazing. This He's like, damn it, Brian, you put a pool out the window, you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 so then we get this scene where... um. Where where Kane is meeting with his boss, and this is the boss's actual goddamn lines. This is what was written down on a piece of paper for this man to say, and I quote, God, you can't do this without the accent. Okay, I'm doing it with the accent. I'll tell you what, kid, you got the goods, you got the attitude, but most of all, you want it. That's yeah, the way the this fuck? scene begins. Why is this architect boss and an old timey Hollywood producer right? with a fucking casting <laughs> couch? Like, You're gonna be a star, kid. Big yes. lights, moving pictures. You got it all. Like, what the fuck is happening? I was. I can't believe he didn't comment on the cut of his jib. <laughs> he wants it so bad, he's gonna fuck this rolled up blueprint. Let me tell you. <laughs> And and the and now the stakes of this movie are that Kane isn't sure if he's ready to be called up to the architecture big leagues. Yes, yeah. yes. Because there's this moment where he's like sitting there, like, oh, but is this really what I want? Right. And so the other part, the boss wants Kane to lead the team that's going to get the Tokyo Embassy deal. Yeah. Right. I, I'm pretty sure this movie really believes that this guy's Japanese, that they think this white man, like that would explain a lot. Like, I think they just, he was just like, yeah, I'm Japanese. And they were like, okay, <laughs> you look white, but he says he's Japanese. Yeah. And, and I guarantee you that the story of this guy is the story of the character, that his parents were missionaries in Japan. He was born there and he's like, yeah, I was there until I was eight. Okay. Then he does that weird authentic <laughs> pronunciation thing. When you go to get sushi, he's like, I think I will have the sake. And you're like, Hey man, <laughs> why, why are you yelling? Kane? Just Kane? <laughs> Just say mozzarella stick, man. That's weird. Do you have any sticks to the mozzarella? Stop it. Stop. (laughs) Don't do that. Were they missionaries in Italy too? Or are you the worst? (laughs) I want a movie, this exact same movie, except 
the Ronin is daydreaming about being in a slightly better Western on top of it. You know, just going Inception <laughs> levels up in action movies. Oh, and also, by the way, the, the succubus woman that's tempting him with the fucking tomatoes. She can almost speak English, huh? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, once it's in a while, you'll, you'll hear an English word and you'll be like, okay, no, it wasn't Japanese. <laughs> oh, it's pretty great. I mean, it's just more of my fantasy. Just be like my Heath's Groundhog Day fantasy is what's happening just over and over. It's me and <laughs> Bill Murray at <and> <laughs> an Asian woman with broken English. She's cradling my head in her lap, feeding eating mango slices while she sings. It's it's pretty sweet. Atonally. Atonally. <laughs> yeah. Don't care. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, it's mostly Ryan about the mango slices. And Bill Murray. <laughs> well, yeah. Jeopardy against him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and we also have to see that in the real world, Kane is like losing it, right? He's being mean to his subordinates because they're impossibly incompetent and he's angry and frustrated with life. But he turns into like fucking his coffee is for closers. He's like, are you fucking a dick and a bitch right now? I will fuck your mother. <laughs> are you serious with this shit? A 4% grade, Alan? Really? What are we in fucking kindergarten? I'll tell you what, Alan. I want you to take this blueprint home. I want you to set it on fire and I want you to press it to your face for a full 60 seconds. <laughs> then come back and talk to me. Then come back to talk to me. You useless pile of shit. If you go home tonight and kill yourself, I'm going to show up with a big bouquet of flowers that just says good right across the front. I'm going to give it to your wife. She's going to wear it around her neck while I fuck her up the ass, Brian. You hear me? You hear me? 4% grade on the level. I'm pretty sure that actor actually had that meltdown because they had to fade the audio out right yes, before yes. he got to any of that. So that's all ha like he says a little bit of that, but then you can see him mouthing most of what Eli just said. <laughs> the audio's gone. And apparently his anger and atheist rage is just too much because at that exact moment, his wife dies. Uh, and they didn't oh. think she could get hotter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, oh I'm sorry. Did we judge Heath for his weird mango Bill Murray thing? But I bring out <laughs> hate being the new guy. I have to say, too, there's this amazing <laughs> little bit here where the heartbeat sound, right? We're hearing her heart monitor and the sound effect doesn't line up with the doctor's freaking out <laughs> at all. <laughs> but it stops. The doctor comes in and checks on her. He's like, no, oh, she looks pretty good. All dead. Wait, what? <laughs> because the sound is so bad, it looks like he does a cartoon double take. It does. <laughs> and then we get more amazing acting asleep badly. <laughs> it's so good. She's she's dead this time, but she, again, yes. she's clenching her face, being dead hard, like like dead, dead, dead. <laughs> like bleh. She just keeps going bleh. <laughs> <laughs> Dead people don't say blah, blah. Dead people don't snore. You're snoring now. Dead snore. Dead snore. Dead snore. And then, of course, like, I guess he, like, psychically senses she dies. So he decides to run to the hospital, run up the stairs, and check to see if she's still alive, but she's not. He gets there too late. The bed's just empty. Yeah. Oh, shit. Or oh, someone already called dibs on her body. God damn. Oh, well, she's Asian. She's going to go fast. Stupid. <laughs> what the fuck? 
<laughs> you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. There's a whole underground ring. I have a website. So, can, yeah, no, you don't. Get on and, the deep web. And speaking of something else, the uh, the Ronin is waking up uh, from his devil fruit buzz now. <laughs> so we get the whole thing where like the, the Ronin is, is like, oh, can he make it? Can he get away from the, the succubus? And at the same time, Kane is like, Trying to decide whether or not he's gonna now take her pills. He's gonna take yeah. all her pills. <laughs> and by the way, like he has maybe six pills. I just wrote in my notes. Yep, that's right, kids. If you're planning to kill yourself, just take five pills. That'll do it. <laughs> okay, but they were headache, like five Excedrin. Yeah, he's Tylenol three. Yeah. Five, <laughs> ibuprofen. The seven aspirin. That'll do it. But Don't and also that. back in Samurai World, yeah, he's waking up and it's like the hair of the dog that bit you scenario in both cases. It's like, all right, let me have a little bit of tomato and I'll <laughs> <laughs> yes, of a little bit of the evil headache pills. No, maybe I'll kill myself with both. He yeah. So of course we learned that the succubus surprise surprise was working for Gaijin Fox the whole time, and also at the end of the you know whatever tent scene. Instead of overdosing on the pills, he decides to look at the Bible instead. Mm. And what's yeah. in the Bible? <gasps> a note. Oh, it's on pink paper. It must have been written by a woman. <laughs> and, and this note is, <laughs> dear Kane, hey, just in case I die, I want you to know I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> if you're I'm mad. reading this, God <laughs> wanted to, to kill me. Hear me out. Hear me out. I deserved it for marrying you. You killed me. You're an atheist. Be Christian now. Yeah. The end. Christians, unable fight? to stop pestering you even when they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, you don't have to be Christian. Just know that, like, if you're not Christian, I'm in a void right now. Like, I'm, just not, I'm not even aware that I'm dead. It's just I'm gone. You know, just gone forever. So, like, you know, <laughs> if, if you don't like that thought of my consciousness ceasing to exist, you might want to be Christian. But but it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's whatever. It's up for you. We also get some cuts with uh, her funeral for a second. Which yeah. was real sad. <laughs> so not a lot of effort. Not so a lot of effort put empty. into the funeral. It was like my birthday yeah. party, but people were there. It was rough. <laughs> It's like your funeral's going to be. Yeah. But I wanted so bad to hear like a like an atheist eulogy from the mother-in-law. Just like, oh, okay, entropy, right? Right? This guy gets it. <laughs> Nothing happens when you die. All We're right. gathered here today, corpses waiting for our turn in the ground. Let's <laughs> all fuck. <laughs> I have a note from Eli Bosnick I'd like to read. <laughs> he, he was the one who got to my daughter's body first and... Uh, <laughs> He wrote some really beautiful words. <laughs> all right. Squish, squish. Sorry, sorry. So, but, all right. And back in the fucking feudal Japan world, uh, he's about to die at the hands of the Gaijin Fox dude. But just then, Ghost Emmy shows up. She's in this universe now and saves the Ronin with a one-touch sword fight thing. It was her dream. Was it? Yeah, that was that she dreamed she leaned over him and said something to him and he stood up and that's what happens. I see. so oh. she was dreaming about his imagination in the future. Fuck, this yep. is a stupid were you, movie. Were you not listening to me explain my dream earlier when you were at brunch? <laughs> what the fuck? 
the message of this movie is sometimes God kills your wife, so you'll like him back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the Ronin is saved. Now he wanders off to get back on his path, and he finds Firefinger. Firefinger's very happy to see him. Yeah, and he's like, I told you that orchard was going to be fucking great, right? Did you fuck the siren lady? You, I, how many tomatoes did you fit? I got I got like three the first time. I got five the second time. How would you do? What'd you do? So, yeah, he goes, he turns to Firefinger. He's like, we must be close. It's almost the credits. Trust me, I've skipped ahead several times to see. There's only nine minutes left. I really, I really have been checking on the credits here, doing a lot of estimation for how much longer this movie could be. And again, my notes from this point onward are just, please be explicitly Jesus under the sea, under the tree. Please be explicitly Jesus under the tree. Because, dude, how... I'll get to it. I'll get to it. That would have been so much better. Oh, my God. I want that so bad now. I bet he'd sell us the rights to the first nine tenths of this movie for nothing, guys. Oh, we could so do that. I have that much change on my desk. Yeah, right. It's just Jim Caviezel all bloody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So then they come upon the tree from all the movies with a single tree on a hilltop. And he says, ah, there it is. This is the end of our quest. And Firefinger's like, well, maybe we just hang out. Here for a while, though. Let's not rush. Let's, Come on. What, what if we fuck the tomato lady a few more times and then become Christian? I feel like we're going into this way too fast. What if Aquinas said just not yet? You know, get your virtue later. Yeah. <laughs> it was Augustus, wasn't it? St. Augustine. It was St. Augustine. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Augustine. Not Aquinas. Yeah, no, not Augustine. I know who we're talking about. He's one of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I want that fucking Ninja Turtle. I want St. Augustine the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Just a grumpy old bitch. (laughs) All right. And now, okay. So now we learn that Firefinger was actually Gaijin Fox in a Firefinger suit the whole time or whatever. It's time for the main battle. Right. And he presents with the problem of evil, or as I call it, the problem of trevil. Well, of course. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And then, oh, I'm sorry, because I wrote main battle time in my notes. And then I had to write, oh, wait evil laugh time first but then main battle time for oh my sure. god he's he's laughing at him like kane is trying to buy a house and he didn't get one of a thousand insane questions right <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> you need an appraisal and an inspector why why wouldn't you just make a list Karen? <laughs> it's fine so and also i love the part here where he where the devil like the kabuki devil's like dude i'm not like the main devil i'm Second assistant regional supervisor of Southern Los Angeles Devil Activities. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm it's the best. Devil. For no reason the devil has to clarify. He used to be like, well, I, I am actually contractually obligated to let you know I'm not the devil. The devil is a <laughs> I'm not a de- uh, <laughs> I just I'm haven't a, taken I, the exams yet is all. Honestly, I'm going to pass them. Yeah, I mean, trust me. I'm, like, I will have my devil's license by the time I kill you. So <laughs> it's not even really a huge deal. <laughs> Are you are you like the assistant regional devil or no or second whole, second is assistant manager. to the assistant 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 to, it's, to, it's assistant to the second assistant regional supervisor? It's a branching structure, so it doesn't actually work like a c- conventional workspace. Um, <laughs> that, you're kind of my own boss. What do you mean? How how do conventional workspaces I'm, not branch? I'm a like self starter. What do you so think I, branching I'm means? Kind of my own boss. <laughs> so. 
So, all right. And then, and then he lays it all out of me. He's like, I wait, I don't get who you are. He goes, I'm you. Get it? I'm you. You have to now face yourself. See? Ooh, oh, and that would not be a pleasant battle for us. <laughs> for your final task, you must face yourself. Listen, dude, I'm going to fight you in a second, but my stomach is killing me. Yeah, actually, that's fine. But when you're done with the bathroom, can I use it? No, actually, wait. Uh, I'm getting a health notification. Actually, can you just hurry up because I need to throw up while shitting while tweeting at people I don't like? Well, I'm throwing up while shitting at people I don't like. Okay, well, when you're done. Okay, when I'm done. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you, though. So... So, you want to go get tacos or something? Fucking tacos? Yeah, man. You're awesome. That's a great idea. You're awesome. You are. Tacos. Burritos? Okay, two-thirds of us. Two-thirds All right, yeah, no, because I do that in the mirror and it works out fine. That's how I start myself I off. I eat tacos in the mirror all the time and I enjoy it. And we both enjoy it. We Anyone else picturing time. shirtless Heath in the mirror just being like, would you like a taco? I would like a taco. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. No shower for me today. Nom, nom. <laughs> so, would you? I'd eat my taco. <laughs> yeah. I so now it's time for him to fight the bad guy, sword fight the bad guy. But at the same time, we have to cross cut this with something happening in the real world, right? In the architect's universe. <laughs> so what's just like fighting yourself in a ninja universe in the real world? Oh, I just wanted so bad for him to start punching himself in the face like Fight Club <laughs> and drag himself around his little home office or dining room, whatever he's doing. But no, the best they could come up with, he throws the little totem thing that his mother-in-law put on the mantle that kind of looks like Kabuki guy's face. Right? Yeah. And then he throws his phone into the mirror and pushes over oh. a chair. <laughs> yeah. Like Varsity Blues. Like, I don't want your life. And he throws <laughs> that mirror. So good. Which may, I mean, it's good. But without the amazing athletic talent and amazing acting chops of James Vanderbeek. So. <laughs> right, right. Not nearly at that level. Yeah. No. And of course, while he's trash in the room, he ends up throwing or tilting the desk, right? Because they like there there's very clearly a small amount of stuff he could break in this room. Oh, so and some stuff he just rocks. And this actor can't do anything hard without key-opping. So you know the first thing he's like, Cube! <laughs> Can you just make guy noises, man? Yeah, yeah. that's Are what you I doing? do. You're doing a dragon punch to huh? knock over that that little that little huh? jar of pencils. It's a jar of pencils on your desk. I feel like Sensei. you're overdoing it. All right. Relax. How do you get? Did you hurt yourself? Yes. You want to go to the bathroom? You shit yourself. I so, yeah, full so poop myself for the record. <laughs> you're wearing a white gi, man. <laughs> No, nope. we're wearing a white. <laughs> so, now it's red. So, <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So while he was like slightly messing up the room, the Bible falls open to a page. It doesn't matter which one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and uh, in, in, in the same world, 
the Ronin has gotten stabbed in the guts in the sword fight, so he's going to die probably, except this guy has been stabbed in the guts like eight times already and has been fine. Oh, uh, if Jesus came in with a sidekick right now, this would be my favorite movie. <laughs> right, like he's hovering over him, and you just see a sandaled foot like smash into the mask from the side. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Just a beautiful, sweet Ethiopian-looking Jesus just gives him a wink, full scissor kick. <laughs> I got you. Today boo. is a good day. <laughs> but no, but the rodent falls to the ground, and the bad guy summons a fireball, and he yells. Your hope is a lie. There is no God. God is dead. And then he throws his fire at the magic tree. Now, something happens here. We don't get to know what it is because they couldn't afford to animate it. Nope. It just looks like the tree is taking photos of yep. the demon. Oh, no, that was when the tree uh, farted and shot the fireball back. Oh, it all comes back. It all ties yeah. together. I think I they see. It. So, yeah, it's flashy. What's going on? Go fuck yourself. The bad guy exploded. That's the end. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be Christian now. Go. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. So, first of all, let's stop for a second and consider that our main character is a dude who lost repeatedly to a guy who got his ass kicked by a tree. Let's be perfectly upfront about that. But now Cain picks up the Bible and decides that he can be a Christian and throw away those flowers we've been staring at for so long and doesn't really care about his wife dying anymore. Yeah, I, he's pouring some flowers out for his homies? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, like, an awkward spill and a long cleanup there. He's just like, ah, oh, see, this, I should have oh. just got steaks I could enjoy right now. I could still be enjoying steaks. Love this. Shower whenever I want. <laughs> Not now, though. Not now. But when I want. <laughs> when I get when I get itchy. <laughs> so the Ronin is sitting under the tree. It turns out that he was the master under the. Nope, it was God. It was God. He looks up and he's like, "God, you alone are my master. There is no other." And now he's not a Ronin anymore. I guess he's a samurai for God. Yeah. And then, and then we get the like ending scene for Ryu in Street Fighter. Yes. He walks off into the distance, literally already seeking the next challenge. Yes. Ceremony means nothing to him. The fight is everything. And I'm just like, oh, I bet this is one of those like Baptist churches you see that go places and vans together, but you never know where that actual church is. Like, this is what they're doing. They're making this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so even though I almost never closed this bit asking for actual analogies, I did it first, and so it still says analogies on the template. So I figure to close things off today, we'd see if we could outdo this movie. Can either of you guys think of an analogy that is worse than the one at the heart of this film? Oh, uh, okay. Okay, um, Syrian refugees are like Skittles. Um, ooh. <laughs> Fun to eat a whole bag at once. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I was going to go with politely asking a lying wildebeest to leave your restaurant is like white's only lunch counter. So it works. It works. Oh, we, nice. We, we, nice. Well there, done. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our review of Masterless. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet, though, because we still need to make you want some more of this buttermilk. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. The Un-Miracle. <gasps> okay, Sorbs. Finally. 
How I've Missed You. Oh, <laughs> K-Sorbs? K-Sorbs! He's back. Ooh, ooh. It's K-Sorbs. hard to believe that there's still one of his we haven't done. All right. So with that to look forward to, we'll bring episode 153 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us done by leaving us five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Need, and The Skeptic Guide, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. All of the music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bostic, I'm No Illusions, promising to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. Heath and the tomato-themed geisha siren got into some weird shit with gazpacho. (laughs) The sequel was awesome. Kane was all Pakao swoosh whoosh, and the ninjas were all like Arg, and then he was all whoosh whoosh haya, and they were like, no. Eli lost his job at the hospital morgue. <laughs> sad, sad ending. No. Sad I bet mine Very was an actual stage ending. direction in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's live in land. Nope. Accent's gotten away from me. I'm Australian again. Here we go. <clears throat> Godawful movies live in London. Oh, that's a totally different accent. Hello, <laughs> old chap. A, maybe Here you're a get. Jewish guy from London. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Hello, old chap. Godawful movies live in London. Nope. It's just going to be this. Okay. <laughs> Godawful <laughs> movies live in London, October 6th. Check the show. And we're back for the hey, breakdown. Hey, that reminds me of something. <laughs> <laughs> Unplanned outburst. I was just thinking just now. <laughs> I had a funny thought. Hey, do a four character bit with me. I am the elevator repairman. Remember that time we were in the apartment? in this elevator. You need to save me, elevator repairman. I'm the, the chief of home. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And my notes at this point, like I gave up on writing notes about the movie and just started writing notes on the psychological condition of the writer. Uh, my note here was the person who wrote this movie definitely refers to his mom as mom when talking to people he isn't related to. <laughs> that was my insight. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.